There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Thank you very much, Alliance. Here in the morning sickness, Thursday morning, flying around. Uh, we've got trouble because uh, Bus, the uh, now the station dog for a little while, while he slowly weans himself from me on separation anxiety, has fired up for the first time prior to 7 a.m. Normally it's about 9 he gets going, but he's he's been kind of a dick. Got a hold of something. <laughs> well, he got a hold of the meth, evidently, because he's going nuts. So if you hear a lot of grunting and... Heavy breathing in the background. Well, that's Brady. It's not me. No, it is. But uh, there's also a dog. So don't worry. Brady's uh, still, he's yeah, he's just fine. <laughs> Two of them both are uh, brachiocephalic, as they say, which is a little bit of a nasal condition. He's nuts. Anyway. All right. And all you people are horrible human beings. Hey, let's make a movie called Weekend at Bernice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being a friend with benefits. No. And then this email uh, from Scott Haynes says, just isn't every day you get to, to have sex with a first lady. You got to give this guy a break. It wasn't Rosalind Carter. Knock it off. And it, it, it begs the question. If, in fact, the uh, lady who uh, Randall Bird allegedly did this with was a celebrity or a political figure, would the punishment be more than a class four felony? Oh, Look at my Circle K slogan there. Yeah, the Randall Bird can't have your Circle K slogan cut because it gets him hard. It says stays cold longer on Brady's glass. The old polar pop. <laughs> uh, maybe his wife gave him a bingo hall pass. Uh, okay, that's enough, everybody. Scott Nichols says at least he's not a pedophile. Uh, all right, this is everything is wrong with you guys. We're no wonder the society stinks so bad. Come on. You're being funny, and I don't want to laugh at this. I do kind of want to laugh at it. Somebody wanted to hear uh, Jet Cold Hard Bitch for the the (laughs) wake-up song. That's somebody's grandma. (laughs) Somebody is looking at a bowl of butterscotch candies and crying their eyes out. She's got a a victim. Foreigner cold as ice, I'm (laughs) sure that was All right, all right. (laughs) Enough. Ice cold, ice. We're not doing ice, it ice baby. Yeah, ice ice baby's off the list. Although, hilarious. <laughs> I hate that you're making me fun. I'm here for the jokes, but sometimes it's hard. Just like Randall Bird. <laughs> All right, that's enough. <laughs> we we fight the creepiness with the humor. At least some of us can still fight back. It's ridiculous. It has to end. Trolling Miss Daisy. All right, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if he was also a Christian rapper and we found out that that was oh. the link to, you know, that kind of stuff? <laughs> Randall Bird likes his women like he likes his coffee. Cold brew. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's not even, that doesn't even make sense. Uh, but most people are saying the same things about this uh, creep that lives amongst us. And I have yet to hear from his neighbor or friend or somebody who knows him. And they're out there. That's why we do the local angle. That's what radio is. It's locality. You can't get that on ChatGPT talking to Nashville or all these other places that have these shows that are elsewhere that pipe in here. They're not talking about Randall Bird to their Utah audience, but we are because we're trying to weed out a couple of his buddies. (laughs) Call us. Email me. I'll keep you anonymous. I actually had a lawyer. Uh, he's a friend of mine, so I won't say his name. He texted me and he said, John, I can tell you this. Don't use my name. I said, all right, Mike, I won't. Uh, as a lawyer who used to be, he used to be a defender. He goes, we give him the best possible defense, but in certain cases, it's only what we like the bare minimum. So I text back. I'm like, so you fumble a couple. And he goes, we don't fumble them. We do the bare minimum. We just know this guy is getting defense based on here's the line. I need this is what I need to do. It's the 15 pieces of flair. I'm not going above and beyond to try to get this guy's sentence lessened because it's only an ego move. 
So that's good news. To me, that that sounds great. Now, I know everybody deserves a lawyer that gives you the best possible defense. But in this particular case, none of us really want a lawyer to help this guy. Enough, though, with the jokes. Is cuddling out of the question afterwards? <laughs> Do you have to put her in spoon position? Stop it. <laughs> Is there a, a Me Too movement for her type of people? Is it? Uh, no, there's not. <laughs> It said you just raised an interesting question without realizing it. Uh, when you say at least he's not a pedophile, is it worse as what a sentence? The there's the term for the older one. It's um, well, there's a, the necro have, is the dead people. Yeah, that's dead. But a person that has the necrophilia that likes they, old they people. The, yeah, they have the category for people who dig old people. Because there's different stages of the the pedophile too. Because there's a younger like the age. Classification right. in the court. But you're saying, like, people who are into old people, there's no crime against that. Unless you're raping them, that's called rape. Yeah. Elder abuse is the, like, you can't do that to elderly people. You can't hurt elderly people who are weak. But uh, I don't think if you if you wanted to date, like, an 80-year-old right now, you're allowed. Yeah, that's legally allowed. But I guess, sure. I, I think I was thinking the condition, the person that, uh, a younger person that likes older Oh, that's called creepy. That's called gross. Yeah, that's what that is. That's called daddy issues for girls and uh, gross if you're a guy. No dude wants to date an old woman. Oh, it's also called closeted homosexuality if you're a man. Because what you're was dating, that like, uh, like, show on the BBC where that young kid kept dating those old? Yeah, he liked ladies. old ladies. Yeah, because he was a, he's gay and he just <laughs> he, he doesn't want to be around. It's his way out. See, I like ladies. I just have a penchant for these old ones that don't like sex. The ones that are done with it. It's gross. Anyway. Yeah, it does. I wonder if it was a child if the sentence is worse. It should be the same. A dead body's a dead body. It's gross. Oh, you mean a child's dead body? Yeah. Or, okay. I, I thought worse? you meant just a, a regular pedo or right. no, banging I know, a dead body. No, I know. Well, both are. To me, you're not allowed back in society after that. Oh, That's I agree. Yeah. And I'm. I'm not a popular uh, politician, so I can say this. Uh, I'm all for culling the herd when it comes to these guys. The faster we get rid of them oh, yeah. from our world, the better off our world yeah, will is be. Is that behavior correctable? I'm not into correctable behavior. You know the rules. Know. You know the rules. If you're going to break them. Seriously, then, that was just look, one time. I'm all for like the whole thing. Take a piece of cake out of the fridge. Ask for forgiveness later. That's where forgiveness goes to me. This whole, you know, well, everybody's redeemable. No, they're not. You knew the rules about dead bodies going in. You knew the deal. No forgiveness. Don't go asking for that after the fact. I'm human. I make mistakes. I don't want to hear from you. Let Jesus forgive you. To quote Corey Taylor, I'm not Jesus. I will not forgive. This one, there's forgivable acts, and then there's the ones where you're like, you need to disappear. And that's what society. I think he's corrected. Let's take him down to the morgue and test him out. <laughs> Let's have him stand around some. Co- hold real still around him and see what he does. We don't want to take him right to the morgue, Brady. That's a, you know, it's dog training one hundred and one. Let's just get him around to lay on your stomach and hold still and see what he does. <laughs> and he'll start going. Oh, 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 I'm having one of those episodes. Yeah, I don't think that's something that I'm willing to be like. Well, everyone deserves a second chance. No, they don't. Not everyone. Not everyone. Drug addicts, alcoholics, dickheads, guys who hump dead old ladies. Eh, you've lost your chance at a second chance. Jomos. Yeah. I don't find it beautiful to go, well, it's for, I forgive him. It's in God's hands. No, it's not. The old lady was, and he swiped him out of God's hands and had sex with her body. He's out. Pedophiles and uh, uh, necrophiliacs. And uh, there's a few out there. It's just, you're not coming back from that. You're just not coming around and convincing me later that, no, I'm better now. You knew the rules going in. Don't ask me for forgiveness after that. He needs to go. The planet needs a nice, big, fat uh, culling. That's why I thought COVID was going to do it, but we stopped it in its tracks. It wasn't strong enough. And you're right. It ends up costing us more money. Heck, yeah. Just start icing them. He deserves a second. I, I don't. I, I don't want to be friends with anybody. Who Start thinks. icing him. Yeah. Well, you know, Randall, you know, <laughs> all right. I'm on. sorry. That's lit. <laughs> <laughs> He'd like that. Yeah. 
uh, said, uh, to be honest, though, John, I've been married for a long time. And after kids being married for a long, long time, having sex with a dead woman, you can't really tell the difference. So maybe he just didn't know. <laughs> that's, a, that's an assault on women who have been married for a while. It's like having sex with a corpse after a while because ladies start hating it. You know, there's a book called uh, Having Sex Even If You Don't Want It, and it's for women. It's something like that. It's, uh, the title's like uh, Sex it's Sex When You Don't Want It. Yeah, sex When You Don't Like It. Sex Even If You Don't Want It, it's called. And it's because like women hate sex so much, or at least let, lead us to believe that. They write books for each other going, here's how you make it seem like it's okay. Which is why the gay thing is exploding. This is why people are turning to gay. That's why you're noticing a lot more gay ladies because you just you complained about sex for so long. There it's called Sex When You Don't Feel Like It. The Truth About Mismatched Libido and Rediscovering Desire. Hardcover. Sex When You Don't Feel Like It. I've gotten around that. I just put Louis Vuitton on my forehead. I'm <laughs> right. right in the frame of mind. Make her feel like it. Yeah, if a purse had a dick on it, we would be uh, pointless. Except for we got to fill the purse. Yeah. Books like that. And it leads to this kind of stuff. You know what never happens is a lady in the morgue rubbing up against a dead guy. It doesn't occur. They do have better control. There was a story years ago about some some lady that got impregnated by a dead body. Yeah, I've heard about that. Uh, That was on a medical journal. Yeah, Jennifer Burroughs, I guess, apparently. He had a... He had one good load left. And she was... Uh, that had to have been pretty fresh. Yeah, she was getting them pretty quick. But, eh, that semen stuff, that lasts a while. So it still had to be fairly fresh. Well, I tell the story it, all the time. Is it stored in the barrel? When my aunt, for some reason, when my uncle died, we got to sit in the, body, in the room with the body for a while. And she reached over and started to give him a tug. Because she was like, this is the last time I'll ever feel this thing. And for some reason, either Uncle Bob was packing or he was kind of aroused as a dead guy. Because what she was stroking over those sheets, I was like, all right, nice work, Uncle Bob. Too bad that thing's going on the ground. <laughs> Can we save that? Because I had to part him out for Call dibs on that gigantic. What is that thing? <laughs> she gave it a reach, and, a, and I'll, never feel this. I'll never feel this jar. again. I'm like, I, she would have. Started tugging on my dad's like, all right, all right, all right let's get out of here. <laughs> We're all standing in the room. Like, well, she was a distraught uh, widow. She didn't expect him to die that day. He just croaked. Got a aneurysm popped. He didn't know. She didn't know. Just looked at her. His last words were, I don't feel. And then blood poured out of his mouth. Rock Wars. The wake-up song and the you bastard sight of the day. Want to know more? Visit Holmberg's Morning Sickness online at 98kupd.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Then she reached over. I don't even think she knows she did it. She was sucking on his finger trying to get the ring off. I mean, that's a dead body. It creeped us all out. But he's already starting to turn a different color. and oh, It was weird. And then she started to give him a an old-fashioned right in front of me and my dad. Oh. All right. Ah, da, da, da. Ah. It was my dad's exact reaction. Oh, God, all, right. Hey, all right, all right, all right. I'll never feel it again, Dan. Plenty of those out there. Let's get out of here. Hey, what kind of spread you got? Hours later. <laughs> and, yeah, that was Brady at the funeral. What are you doing here? You never knew Uncle Bob. Sure I did. What kind of spread? We got pinwheels? What are we looking at? You're here for the food, you son of a bitch. How quick do we get through this thing? This guy on display ain't going anywhere. We could do this after we eat. I got a guy that can part him. <laughs> We're good here. Uh, Andrew Bart has the quote of the morning. <laughs> what a classy individual Andrew is. Uh, that lady's sniz probably similar texture and temp as a Choco Taco. Sniz. <laughs> <laughs> Dicks. Don't say sniz about somebody's past grandma. Sorry. Maybe rigor mortis makes it tighter than we could ever imagine. All right, Donovan, stop <laughs> fantasizing. Save that his email. Yeah, Donovan Horn, you're next on the list of, of shame guys. What was that? You can't start thinking about how it's not such a bad idea, Donovan. Shame. You're going to come in second, buddy. Shame. 
This guy says, I like uh, old ladies, Jordan says. They're fantastic as long as you find the right one. I'm 34. My my old lady's 45, and we bang like rabbits. She looks great, too. Jordan Knox. That's not old. We're talking about, you know, 70. Those dudes who are, like, in their 30s and dig chicks and their retirees. Uh, they're just after a paycheck. Like they're Randy Travis paycheck. and Hugh, Hugh Jackman. He had that... And that's immediately what everybody said. Is that's Hugh Jackman's wife? Oh, he's gay. Not anymore. No, they got divorced. Doesn't Keanu have an old lady? Keanu likes that old lady. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, well, there you go for that. Keanu uh, requested Arctic monkeys for the morning wake. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that's enough ice cold dead And we're not playing joke. Ice Cube either no, for the wake up No, we're not doing any of that. Knock it off. No. <laughs> no. Boo to you. And now you, Brady, and you, Brett. <laughs> Third and fourth Shame. place. Shame. It's terrible. So, where's the old lady's body? She still got any butterscotch candies in her pockets? What do we got going on? I better head over there. Hey, these look like vanilla ones. Oh, God, they're coated. Stop it, you guys. We're not playing Touch of Grey from the Grateful Dead either, yeah. all right? Oh, Come on. Way beyond a touch. <laughs> Maybe she had a tattoo that said Boner Garage. Oh. <laughs> no, she didn't. That's someone's grandma. Joel Luna. You too, Joel. Shame. Fifth place. Shame. Yeah, I think this guy's our... He's, he's running away with it right now as far as the uh, <laughs> most memorable asshole in Phoenix award this year. My so, God. So Randall's favorite snack is cold and grams. Oh, that's enough. <laughs> Shame. <laughs> now you're just pushing it, although that got me. Damn it. Shame. Stop finding humor in Shame. it. Shame. Shame. Oh, God. My buddy's cousin is hosing an old lady in our apartment complex, and we give him crap because she's so old. And she's also broke. And he says, hey, man, when I get drunk enough, her wrinkles go away. (laughs) (laughs) Johnny likes his women like his coffee, ground up in a freezer. All right. That's it. We're done. (laughs) You people are horrible. But I do agree that this wasn't his first rodeo. This does not. No uh, way. This does not. Strike me as I'm going to give this a try. Like how long he's been working at Banner? Especially because she was flipped over, so he had a favorite way. And again, a uh, criminal profiler would say that's remorse. He doesn't want to even look a dead like you don't want to look him in the face. Like you do, like it becomes an object. Like there's there's definitely a psychiatric uh, thing to turning her over. There's a there's a. A realization of how wrong this actually is by dehumanizing her, by making her have no face. Creepy. This guy says, if Brady loses Rock Wars, can we change one rule? No, it's still a sex doll. (laughs) Brady's supposed to have public sex with a doll. But that isn't. No. Anyway, it's weird. And the other thing that's going on in the world that I would, uh, all right. All right. Andrew Krieger says, well, seriously, on a serious note, she never said no. All right. No, stop it. <laughs> Damn it. Make me feel bad for even bringing this up. Now I'm the bad guy and I had nothing to do with this. Randall Bird. That's the name on everybody. Just find out if Shame. you know. Over there at Banner Medical. Shame. I want to know about the guys who used to have lunch with him and stuff. Shame. Was he a weirdo? Let's get to know him. That's where my buddy who had a stroke was. He's down at that Banner Medical. Sound sleeper. You never know. Uh, the other story that's that's going crazy is, uh, and I love that this is happening. Deadspin did that story a couple days ago. I saw it. I didn't think much of it. Of the nine-year-old boy at the Chiefs game who had half his face painted red and half his face painted black. And Deadspin has this reporter who is constantly trying to drum up racial stories, always. And they took a picture of the kid. Half of his face is black. And you didn't see the red. And he's in an Indian headdress, right? 
And so they're like, oh, my God. And he had no problem putting this kid on TV or on his website, I guess, and then making a big public display of this kid and, like, didn't blur his face or anything else and said racism is alive and well and we got the parents did this, did that. Well, it turns out if you do a full shot of the kid, he just did face paint at a sporting event, half black, half red, Indian headdress. And then so the people are like, doesn't matter that it's half red. That's twice as bad. Now he's in red face and black face. Well, turns out uh, he's a member of the tribe. And also his dad's like one of the elders or whatever you call it. Yeah. He's, he's on the board. And he's like a big deal in the community of uh, Native Americans around there. So the Indian headdress is his. Like he can have whatever that all the time. Also, he's nine and he's a Chiefs fan. Big deal. Face painting is now racist if you want to make it that. And it brings back that discussion I had years ago. With Mark Malone, the former Steeler, ASU quarterback, uh, used to do a show at our sports station a while ago. And he said when he was working at uh, ESPN, it got weird where it used to be you'd sit around the production table and say, uh, we got this story going. And everybody agree. But then the producer, segment producer would say, all right, we need somebody that goes the opposite way. And he said, usually, to his credit, it was Mark Sh- uh, Schlereth would go, I'll take the opposite. And then sometimes Malone would say, all right, I'll play the I'll play the role of the guy who disagrees here. And that, and he said, and then after a while, they started to go, what about the race angle? And I asked on Caliendo's podcast, we had Mark Schlereth on. I said, did that happen? He goes, yes. He goes, we had segment producers that always say, all right, find the race angle here. It became a segment of the segment to go, is there a racial component? Because why? And it's not their fault. It's ours. We eat it up. So now, but it used to be kids were off limits, right? You couldn't just take a picture of a kid, yeah. and and it's the family is going to sue the living <laughs> out of Deadspin and anybody else that ran with that. If you remember, a few years ago, there was that little boy that uh, went up to that Native American guy, and CNN did a big story about how this little kid just berated this Native American and was rude to him and racist and everything else. Turned out, it was the opposite. The Native American guy was shouting down the kid, yelling yeah. at him, saying horrible things. Now, was that like a young Republican uh, they, thing? Was that it? family sued CNN for millions and won? It's going to happen here again. So face paint is now a target. There, there are people who wander around sporting events with a camera, working for some low-level internet sporting thing, and just waiting to see something. Go, there's a guy who's you know. The Steelers are black and gold. If you face paint for a Steelers game, you face paint in black and gold. If I see a Packer in a yellow face, <laughs> it's there. Yeah. If they're going to get mad at those, uh, the Chiefs guys red. that wear the leotard, the full man leotard's a oh, head yeah, mask. Yeah, yeah. And like, okay, there's oh, like four or five in every well, game. Orange guy down here at the Suns, yeah. Mr. Orange or whatever they call him. He wears that full face, but he's orange. I don't know who that's offending. I watch a Packer game. Yeah, though. the Packer games where everybody's in yellow face. Of course, the driving would be terrible on the way in. Thank you very much. <laughs> but, come on. Stop it. And the good news is it's being just laughed off the face of the planet. And this dude doubled down yesterday. That's why I brought it up. I, I thought it would go. The writer of the story doubled down, basically said, no, anytime it happens, any age, I will bring this up. It's it's blackface whenever it's black. So you got, so now what? So blackouts at games? Because they have those. Yeah. I think it doesn't... Uh, Ohio State have that every once in a while. They have a blackout. ASU has a blackout. They do that all the time. Penn and some, State does the whiteout. And, and well, well, that nobody cares about that. But the thing about that <laughs> is, if you wear the full black leotard, like you're saying, isn't that the same as blackface? Just lazy blackface. It's the last thing in the world that that kid was doing was a racial. And and by the way, you're trying to teach an entire generation to not know racism. So maybe he didn't, and now he does. Yeah, maybe he put that on thinking I don't even know what blackface is because my parents have done a good job shielding me from that, keeping it away from me. I don't, I don't do racist stuff. And he's just like, I just, I'm a Chiefs fan, and he's a Native American kid too. So this whole thing's gone nuts. But I am rooting heavily for that kid and his family. That used to be off limits. Kids used to be like, "Oops, you made a mistake, young man." That's it. Nope. Put him on the cover they of Still Deadspin. every once in a while we'll pixelate the kid like if there's a photo of a fight going on. Sure. Yeah. And you Protect should. Him. Like they should. Kids kids shouldn't be like public display. The parents should leave their names out of the article. Right. A victim kid can't be. It's illegal to to make them part of, you know, like a It's just terrible. But the dude is just uh brutal it's uh 
That's the part of the thing. Complete even if they come back, even if Deadspin came back and apologized, it's they too won't. late. But here's the thing. And Sage Steele was on TV yesterday saying it. She goes, Deadspin has no problem with this because they're getting mentions and clicks. And that's all they care about. They don't care about lives being messed up or kids being... And that kid's life's not ruined. Uh, the, Fox News trying to make it like, this kid's life is now not that... Yeah, it is. He's fine. It, it, he'll be okay. He's wandering around going, hey, this is... He's probably liking the attention anyway. His parents are miserable. They don't, they're not happy about it. Rock Wars. The wake-up song and the you bastard sight of the day. Want to know more? Visit Holmberg's Morning Sickness online at 98kupd.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. And I, if I had a kid and they did that to my kid, that's been next day. You'd be hit with a huge lawsuit. Like You don't even know what you're talking about, by the way. And it, and it shouldn't matter if the kid is an Indian. And it, The Indian headdress maybe is a parental thing, like you shouldn't put that on a white kid. But to me... I think the real meaning behind this is to start the ball rolling on getting the Chiefs to change their name. I've been saying that for a while, since the R-word skins had to go away. Everything's attention turned towards the Chiefs. The Tomahawk Chop, remember the first game of the season? Isn't it time we retired? They've been nitpicking the Chiefs for a while now. Because they really don't have a an angle to play that's racist, but they're trying. The Red Helmets, they started in with that a little bit, but that one kind of faded. That was a few years ago. Then the tomahawk chop and saying the they word chief. In, uh, they worked in Taylor in there, Tay Tay to her crew. Be all over that. <laughs> oh, that's what Taylor. Oh, they had that here. thing where can Taylor Swift be the yeah. one that stops the tomahawk yeah. chop? Yeah, yeah. They were trying to get all that stuff going to where they've been. They've been picking at the Chiefs. This one was a blatant attempt to go see what it does to the youth. It makes them. It makes them racist. Well, what about the Braves? They do. They they're, do the same thing. They're another one. The Seminoles in Florida State, they're another one. And the Seminoles in Florida State are endorsed by the tribe. Beloved by the tribe. Yeah. That one will probably But they still do the, oh, oh, oh. And if that goes away in Atlanta and Kansas City, it's going to be like a matter of time before Florida State and angry white women start yelling about, oh, it's wrong everywhere if it's wrong one place. Yeah. So this little guy, I hope he makes millions. But, you know, face painting now? I mean, how long has that been going on at games? You don't have an option in a lot of cases. Your they team, your team wears on a lot of commercials. Yeah, and if your team is like, uh, uh, you know, the primary color, Steelers are black and gold. If you face paint and you just go dead yellow, you look crazy. You got to have some black on there if you're going to face paint. I personally think face painting is crazy. I've done it once before. I was on the cover of the Suns tickets because of it, because me and my friend Matt Asklin painted our heads like basketballs and went to a Suns playoff game. They took pictures of it out front. The next day, the season tickets. We were on the damn season tickets. Didn't see a penny. Still cool. Well, what about Raiders fans? Raiders fans have been doing it for yeah. years. I think people are just afraid to tell them. Hey, can I talk to you for a second? Yeah, what you want, f***er? <laughs> oh, uh, never mind. You don't Sorry, like, Jose. You don't like that I'm painted up black? Is that your problem, f***er? Uh, you can go about your business. I was kind of hoping you were white underneath all that. <laughs> I can pick on you. You scare me. Uh, so, yeah, that kid, uh, I think they should have a face painting day in Kansas City this weekend. Show up if they have a game. In K- next KC home game. Everybody should, uh, you get a free popcorn if you're face painted. <laughs> Encourage it. Because it's the furthest. Of, we have lost our way with what blackface actually is. There's a very, blackface is a very specific thing. It's a behavior and a paint job. It is not just having soot on your face and walking out of a coal mine going, geez, that was a rough day. It's like, ah, it's racist. No, it's my job. I look like this every day. It's not, blackface is a performance as much as it is the paint. You know when it's wrong. And you know when it's no big deal. And we need to start dividing that. Nuance lives in there somewhere. I think the final step in this whole thing of idiocracy yeah. is if the military eliminates it from the Marines, mm-hmm. special units. They're constantly doing it. Doing behind. night invasions. Right. We can no longer do the blackface. So that's blackface. That's blackface. We can't go in and kill the enemy with racism. we got to shoot these guys as uh, white people or just send in all black guys. That, that would be the answer to it. You just 
your your night team is all black. But then they'd get in trouble for that. <laughs> of course they would. It would be called the night team. <laughs> you can't well, do that. We don't see what's wrong with this. We spell it with a K. It's not the N-word night. I mean, you know what I mean. Oh, jeez. <laughs> night force. All right. <laughs> I see I've got a whole room of night force here. And then night force would become a slur. You got Night Force standing on the corner over here in the 27th Avenue. Like, hey! Then it become terrible. On the boats, the Kodiak boats are invading. There's things on the side. No smiling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have to have meth mouth in order to be on Night Force. <laughs> they were, they were uh, mouth guards. Squint the entire time, Night Force. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like South Park had get Operation Get Behind the Darkies. <laughs> And they had the first battalion of all black guys. They're like, they're going to lead the way. And like, what? We're doing what? You're going first. Uh, Operation Get Behind Darkie. <laughs> Night Force is the next step to that. You're right. Because the military's constantly, like, out of a necessity, painting up colors all over their face. And we're losing our minds. Nuance doesn't exist to a certain faction of humanity. And it has to in order to survive. Otherwise, if everything is... Pardon the pun, black and white, we'll never make it. The players on the field right now that do the different patterns the on their big eye, eye black and stuff yeah. like that. Alex Highsmith for the Steelers is a, a black guy, but he does giant black crosses under each eye. I don't know if they're gonna if they eliminate, you know, any black paint on your face, does he have to abide by that? It's the most ominous tribute to Jesus I've ever seen in my life. It's a sweaty black crosses under each eye and it looks terrifying it's cool when you're a fan but I gotta tell you so yeah I, I encourage uh, face paint and the more us normals start doing that kind of stuff and looking at these lunatics over at Deadspin the, and stop you know making it okay and we fight back a little bit face paint will not be considered blackface and I think the people that need to step up for that are the normal black people uh, regular, normal black people have to recognize you. Everybody knows the difference between blackface and this. Everybody knows the the intent behind each is totally different. Nobody's, and he's a little Indian kid. He's a you know, had his headdress on. He was a Chiefs fan. He loves it. He was having the time of his life, and now he's the poster child for racism on Deadspin. That's a huge <laughs> you to Deadspin. But then it came out also that Deadspin does have an entire division of race-based uh, uh, article finders. Like the, the, the reporters are designed to go out and find race problems in sports. That, that's a whole section of their uh, – because it's good for clicks. And if you're looking for money and you're – you know you're even if you're struggling a little bit, you're like, all right, race gets clicks. So that brings advertisers to the party. We don't care if we get crapped on for it. That's a really good angle. But all of us should just – Go to a Cardinals game this weekend if they're here. I don't know if they're here or not. Half red, half black, with like a Cardinal bird on our head. Yellow and, beak. Uh, yeah. And, well, no, don't do the beak because okay. then it, it, it's just weird and it's probably some sort of a, you know, people. Just do your nose yellow. I've seen a lot of these Cardinal. Yeah, maybe. Just do that. But if, do the mostly black. And try to try to bait the race baiters into calling you racist when all you're doing is cheering for a football team. We know the difference. Wise up. The more normal people that start doing normal things and saying, you're wrong, stop yelling at me, the faster they go away. We give, we give the loudmouths too much credit. It's a fact. Also, I'm never going to the West Valley again, and it's not race-related. You're welcome. I've been telling you this <laughs> yeah, know, for years. Yeah. I don't know what, what the hell's going on. Uh, the most dangerous intersections in uh, Arizona was, they're making a big deal on this on all the news. The 10 most dangerous intersections from 2018 to 2022 uh, calculated by crash frequency, severity, and cost of crashes. So not just like fender bender, stuff that actually hit the insurance companies. High and, speeds. Well, a lot of times high speeds. Probably those terrible anything accidents. 45 mile an hour. Right, right, a lot of T-bone and a lot of stuff that's damaging cars. Uh, the number one intersection in the valley for horrible wrecks, 67th Avenue in Indian School. Number two, 67th Avenue in McDowell. Number three, 27th Avenue in Camelback. Sense a trend? Actually, the number one one, I'm sorry, is 99th Avenue and Lower Buckeye Road. Yeah, Avenue. Trend. Uh, yeah. Uh, here, here's the list. 
67th and McDowell Avenue, 51st Avenue Camelback, 67th Avenue Thomas, 67th Avenue Indian School, 83rd Avenue Indian School, uh, 51st Avenue Thomas, 27th Avenue Camelback, 19th Avenue Peoria, 99th Avenue Lower Buckeye. And finally, the one entry for the East Valley, pretty damn close, is uh, Cave Creek and Sweetwater. It's just off the avenue. Just off the avenue. Yeah. <laughs> You're pretty darn close. Come on, West Valley. We're, we're number not, one. We're, we're, <laughs> we're number one through ten. Take that, <laughs> That surprised me, uh, not only the expense part of it. Oh, because the cars are cheaper. Cars, yeah, yeah. <laughs> credit cars. on 99th Avenue and Lower Buckeye. Yeah. I mean, how, how expensive Who's driving it? a... Expensive hoopty there. And, well, 64 Impalas. I mean, those things aren't cheap anymore. But think about yeah. it. I mean, they had to calculate this through insurance. Most of the accidents over there, there's no insurance involved at all. So, I mean, how are they even figuring this Which, out? Then that, that would make the expense go well, Even more. That yeah. could be. That could be. Yeah. So, either way, just stay away. Don't drive in the avenues. And be like most of the people who live in the avenues. Get that eighth DUI and steal a bike and start riding to work. Because that's what I see when I'm over there. A lot of adults on Diamondbacks. Uh, with Pizza Patron on the back of their car. Instead of billions of dollars on a light rail, make some nice bike trails. Bike trails. Bike trails for the West Valley. And, you know, at the very least, it's just a stolen bike crashing into another stolen bike. West Valley, let's pick it up a little bit. That's terrible. Uh, and this guy says, the uh, avenues have one thing in common, us Mexicans driving. Orale! I'm like, I don't know <laughs> why you're proud of that. Cassalander. <laughs> why, why are you guys happy about that? It's not. Yeah, said so I had, uh, oh, now Daniel makes it. He said I had a friend's daughter was at 83rd and McDowell, and she didn't make it through the wreck. I was going 100 miles an hour at 2 in the morning. That's no good. Yeah, knocking over liquor stores, it happens. Yeah. Yeah, when, when there's a lot of theft and you're yeah. driving away from the crime scene. Yeah. Terrible. So stay out of the avenues if you're in a car, if you want it to live. Otherwise, Shane Orlando is for you. You're going to need him. My goodness. Come with me if you want to live. I mean, Shane's got a shop in Scottsdale and Mesa. He needs one out there in the West Valley. That's where all the garbage is happening. Nine out of the top ten most dangerous intersections, all west of 27th Avenue. I don't even know what 99th and Lower Buckeye is there? This guy says there's a roundabout there. I've not been. I have no need to be on Lower Buckeye unless I'm renting a car. And that's when you have to go rent a car. You go over Buckeye. I don't even think that's Lower Buckeye. And then once I went to Manzanita Speedway, I think that's close to that. Or not Manzanita. Was that what that was? Yeah, it was Manzanita. Yeah, there. yeah. there was concerts out there and stuff. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been on Lower Buckeye on purpose, other than those two times. There's no need. There's nothing out there. Isn't that just all? It's all like truck truck lines yeah, and all that kind yeah. of stuff out there. I got no business out there. Rock Wars, the wake up song, and the you bastard sight of the day. Want to know more? Visit Holmberg's Morning Sickness online at 98kupd.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Anyway, stop bashing into each other, West Valley. You know the rules after midnight on the West Side. Yeah. You shouldn't be out. <laughs> Stay home. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> because. That's when the wrecks happen. Oh, I thought crime. I thought you were making a statement on crime. But you're right. Yeah. I'm not. In the way. If it's midnight uh, later and I've got avenues in front of me, I'm speeding too. I got to get to those streets. And I'll get people, you know, it's just as bad over. No, it's not. This is a proof. Man, proof. We got insurance telling us. Back in the day, Bishop. Bishop O'Brien was in the abs. Was he in the avenues when I'm he killed that sure. Native American? Speeding through the avenues. And it is harder to drive when bullets are flying at you the whole time. You're weaving all <laughs> over the place. I understand. <laughs> we tease the West Valley because you deserve it. Well, you're in the West Valley. <laughs> right. <laughs> because you're there. and uh, That's part of it. But my God. Uh, most of the West Valley listens to John Jay and Rich anyway. I'm a diamond in the rough and surprise, and I listen to you every day. <laughs> He's a diamond in the rough. <laughs> well, and here's a good reason why those are that's so expensive over there. That's because when you hit a car in the West Valley, you're usually hitting the trailer full of landscaping equipment, <laughs> which adds the cost. <laughs> that is true. Those, those still products are expensive, and uh, they're guaranteed, but I guess if you're running over the... Plus, they got to rebuild that giant wooden fence around their pickup truck back. 
I got to go find more pallets to I put up there. And we're making fun of it. Uh, at my house yesterday, I got home probably a little after 1130. And I've got uh, a creative environments team putting together that front patio. And they have to dig these footers for what I'm doing. I got home and there was a dude standing there. And I said, how you doing? I'm John. I'm the homeowner. <laughs> and he goes, hello, how are you? I'm like, I'm good. I'm like, hey, you need a drink or anything? We good? Oh, I'm all good. I'm good. I'm like, you all by yourself today? Yeah, see. I go, okay. I'm not kidding. The pavers were still on the ground when I met him at 1134. I went outside at 1201, half a Mexican sticking out of the earth. It was concrete underneath that. He's taking out my patio. Is your name Bobcat? I didn't hear anything. And then the more amazing thing was at 12.30, I came back outside. He's got the full igloo cooler tilted back because that's his cup of drink, and it is a big one, and he's tilting it back. I look down. There are three holes dug for footers, three by three by three. Wow. Depth. This. I'm looking at this individual human being, and I'm just like, what in the hell kind of magic power do you have? Roberto Gatto. At two, <laughs> he's packing up. He rebarred. He did the thing in the... I didn't hear a thing. I'm sitting on the couch a window away. For a little bit, I heard a jackhammer. I think he was just goofing around. I don't think he needed it. Yeah, it's a new one. He's just trying it out. He had a shovel, and it was clean. There wasn't a single mess. There, he stacked up the pavers nice. There was no concrete chunks anywhere. There, nothing. Perfect square footer holes that he could stand in. Look at me. See? How did you do this, El Chapo? Where's this tunnel lead? <laughs> so I'm, I have a feeling that at the end of this construction project, there's going to be a little hatch, and every once in a while, a guy's going to poke his head out. And I've got a portal to uh, Nogales and right in my patio. That dude... Dug three massive Two holes. Two years from now, you'll find out you have an underground casino. It's been going <laughs> well, why me. wouldn't they tell me I'm not ratting that out? That sounds great. That probably adds to property value. Like, yeah, well, it's a nice house. It's a decent backyard. Let me show you something here. This magic hatch. What? I didn't even notice that. Trust me. It's like when Bugs Bunny used to open the door to yeah. his, and there was parties. We're going in. There's some sort of magic tunnel here. Huh? Honey, we're buying this house. The goddamn Aria underneath it. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. And I always tell the story about how the time I tried to DIY a trench across my backyard. And I got about 16 inches deep and about four and a half feet in a full day. I could not get through the top. It was difficult. So I said, screw this. And I hired three dudes, came over. What's up, Pinche John? I'm like, hey, guys, welcome back. (laughs) Went in, got some water, took a leak, came back. Three half Mexicans sticking out of my earth about 15 feet from where I was digging last. And they had a three-foot trench dug almost all the way. It's amazing. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I was hitting rocks. I broke a shovel. What is going on here? I can't get through. Once I get through the grass, the stuff underneath, I didn't. I was no match. These dude had. It was amazing. So we make fun of the West Valley, but we need them. Drive safe, yes, West Valley. For God's sakes. You know what? Even if you're a few minutes late, I'm not going to say anything. Take your foot off the gas. Because you might get stabbed. Yeah, exactly. And just, you know, (laughs) put your Kevlar on and get over to my house and dig holes because I've never seen anything like it. Nothing. I challenge. There are no, there isn't. The best white hole digger is the eight millionths. Best Mexican hole digger. I've never seen hole digging like this in my life. The it power was a shovel rankings? It was a, yeah. Oh, I'm not. Look, it's the same thing. I know I'm wrong about DeAndre Ayton, but it's the same thing in the NBA draft. You got a seven foot black guy and a six foot 10 inch white guy. And they're supposed to be even. You, you lean one way there. Oh, yeah. You got a Mexican with a shovel and a white guy with a shovel. You'll be wrong, but it'll be infrequent. 30 minutes. Same percentage. 30 minutes. A perfectly dug hole. One guy. Clean as a whistle. No mess. Nothing laying around. Igloo cooler. Spotless. Using it as a glass. So I tip my cap, my friends. Car had dents all over it because he lives in the West Valley. I'm sure of it. (laughs) Great work. I've never seen work better. I can honestly say that. I've had a lot of work done at houses. I've never seen work better. I've never seen it more efficient and cleaner. Two days. 
uh, uh, the last paver job that I had in the backyard. Incredible. I was like, I was expecting like two weeks. He goes, oh, yeah, Monday. Do you ever try to do Wrap a pattern? on Tuesday. you ever try to do that it yourself? Was, it was a three-block the little, the medium, and yeah, the big? Yeah, yep. impossible. You, <laughs> I tried to put some back once. I took them out. It was a, like a square foot. I had to check a, a leak. And I'm like, I can do this. And I bought one of those little paver poppers. Pops the pavers right up. Got it out of there. Moved it. Looked at the puzzle that I'd created outside of it when I looked and said, I can't fix the sprinkler. I don't know what I was thinking. All I did was look at it. And I uh, went, went to put the pavers back. Clueless. <laughs> I took them out. It's a Rub- Rubik's Cube. All I had to do was remember, little one here, big one here, medium one here. Nope. Never fit again. So I had the guys come fix it. And again, I remind you, I'm as handy as Stephen Hawking around the house. There's no reason I should even start a project. I built a dog kennel the other day that would have taken a real man about 45 minutes, and I was out there for a little over two and a half hours just putting acorn bolts on a th- factory finish though uh, it looks good but man it was a full and my back hurt when i was th- i'm like this is this isn't this hard <laughs> i made a mess of it so i don't know his name i forgot it he probably said it and i just ignored it excellent job the best work chris I've ever valenzuela seen. that's what we'll call him chris valenzuela in my front yard amazing and i didn't hear any welding i didn't hear anything rebar in there when did you do all this? I was literally Brady. There's a window between you and me. That's how close I was to him the whole time. Not a peep. That's getting after it. It's getting at He's moving earth by himself. Three giant holes. A couple hours. No big deal. You know how long it would have taken me to just get the pavers out of there? He could have had all three of those holes dug, rebarred, put in the, the crete before I'd have gotten the pavers out. I can't you would have had a stack of pavers. Yeah. Oh, I would have had a mess. And then putting those papers Made into back. a vortex to try to <laughs> At the patio. You can always tell when a white guy's DIY in his house because it doesn't change for, like, sometimes possibly years. There's a guy down the street has got this giant house for me. It's been under construction by him for pretty much the entire time I've lived there. He stuccoed half of it himself. It's not done. I, 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 and he just went, like, kind of Santa Fe. Like, it bleeds into the old house. Anyway, congratulations. But West Valley, I'm never going to drive over there, but you keep speeding over to my house and digging those holes, and I got no complaints. Sorry I'm late, f***er. I got into three wrecks. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Start digging. You're amazing. Uh, Bert? Oh, wait, I got Omar. <laughs> Anybody named Marquez? <laughs> Says, uh, please, John, my name is Omar Marquez. Don't spread these stereotypes. I don't want to be expected to ever do any of this. Yeah, some Mexicans hate that that's a thing because we assume that it's like owning a truck. You got to help somebody move eventually. If you're Mexican, they probably ask you to do a lot of like, hey, you mind coming over and help me dig some holes? I got, especially if. uh, Yeah, Omar bums out if buddies are talking about doing stuff around the house and then they look at him. Yeah, I could use some help on this. Every white guy looks at their Mexican friend and goes, I'm thinking about doing my sprinkler system myself. Well, that means you. And if a guy named um, Randall Bird asks you to dig holes, don't do it either, because he's got uh, he's got some things he wants to get rid of. Shame. Randall Shame. Bird. That's the name. That name again, Randall Shame. Bird. Get rid of him. Uh, Brett, what do you got on the big board of musical treats? All right. The snow is falling up yes. north, so it's time to hit Action Ride Shop, because they're going to take care of you guys. they got uh, ski and snowboard packages going out, all the rentals you're going to need, and if you need to get that gear tuned up, mention KUPD. Save yourself 10 bucks. But uh, Action Ride Shop's a place to be, actionrideshop.com, as well as uh, just going into the store over there on Gilbert Road in Southern. Going to take care of you. Uh, lots of stuff for Randall up here. Uh, burn Mother Effer Burn for a yes. five-finger death punch. Yes. Rob Zombie, Living Dead Girl. No. Tom Petty, Last Dance of Mary Jane. All right. Dance Macabre. Don't yes. Fear the Reaper. No, that's uh, bodies. Uh, Cemetery Girl from ICP. <laughs> I like I like the angle on the Don't Fear the Reaper from Blue Oyster Cult because it's about suicide. And I, yeah, Randall, I'm not encouraging this until you're a convicted criminal. But allegedly, if you know you did this, Randall, if you know this is your crime, yeah, forty thousand men and women every day. That's all I'm uh, saying. Jet cold hard bitch, and then TSOL uh, code <laughs> blue. Now, which here, here are the lyrics for it. <laughs> Cold Hard Bitch Somebody. is funny, but stop. Here's the lyrics for uh, Code Blue from TSOL. Okay. Uh, I never got along with the girls at my school, filling me up with all their morals and their rules. They'll pile all their problems on my head. I'd rather go out and F the dead. 
Wow. Because I can do what I want and they won't complain. I want to F. I want to F the dead. <laughs> Middle of the night so silently I creep on over to the mortuary. Lift up the casket and fiddle with the dead. Their cold blue flesh makes me turn red. Because <laughs> I know what to do and they won't complain. I want to F. I want to F the dead. This is a song. <laughs> Here's a good line. Never on the... Oh, it's... Uh, but I like it better if she smells of formaldehyde. Never on the rag or they say leave me alone. They don't scream and they don't moan. Don't even cry if I shoot in their hair. <laughs> Lying on that table, she just smiles and stares. Shame. And somebody wrote you know, that. I laughed at first. Shame. <laughs> Then you realize there's an awful lot of uh, knowledge Details. in this. There's a lot of this is more of a mea culpa than it is a lyric, <laughs> guys. I'm going to get something off my chest uh, musically. Yeah, that's no good. I'm not playing that. Cold heart bitch is funny, but that's mean. I don't want to go after her. How about? Uh, I mean, bodies is obvious. Ghost dance macabre is pretty good. Macabre. Yeah. Well, Randall sealed the deal. Yeah. With yeah. Volbeat. It sealed the deal? Oh, yeah. All right. eh, Volbeat. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You pick it. This is just sad at this point. That dude, I'm telling you. <laughs> Guy says, John, I need that shame sound bite for my work. Where is that? Oh, it's from Game of Thrones. It's a legendary scene from Game of Thrones. The shame walk. We'll do a little seal the deal. All right. Because if you then do. she went on to own a soccer team. Did a great job. The oh yeah, that's, was that that wasn't her that got shamed. I thought it no, was. no, that's a different lady. But she was in it. But that wasn't the same lady. The shame lady was uh, the sister. That was a Lannister. That wasn't a Wadsworth. Oh. Wadsworth played a giant in that thing because she's a giant. Uh, seal the deal. And I always uh, for a uh, little advice back to uh, Randall Bird. Uh, zip it back up. Always zip it up. The zipper is all. If it's down, no matter what. If it's on a body bag or your pants, always remember to. To zip it back. Seal up. the bag back Seal up. Seal the deal. It's out of control now. 